0: What is up, welcome back to the 3C Podcast. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It's Monday, you know what that means. We are bringing you the fourth installment in our Modern Day Marketers series here. And this time we are talking about moving from co-marketing to community building. It's not just about the transaction, it is about building the long-term relationship with other people and companies. And you do this, and are you focused on this? You start building community, and I think that's something that I've been learning over here at The Juice, so we want to share some with all of you. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. More importantly, tell a damn friend about the 3C Podcast. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. This is the fourth installment in our Modern Day Marketer series. Last time you heard us talk, we... Chopped Up, Removing roadblocks, and Focusing on Experience, one of our favorite topics. Today, we are going to talk about moving from a co-marketing mindset to a community-building mind- mindset. I'm going to share some things that I've learned over the last 10 months or so working over here at The Juice and get some reaction from Jonathan on things he has been seeing, Jonathan, 4th Edition of the Modern Day Marketer series. We've chopped it up, talked a lot about the Modern Day Marketer. Welcome. How are you doing?
1: I am doing well. I don't know if you didn't want to talk about this, but you are burying the lead right now, everyone. Uh, between our last recording and this recording, Brett and his uh, wife, Caitlin, added to their family Uh, So if Brett's voice sounds a little tired today, we're going to allow that to happen. Uh, Maybe show him some social love, uh, maybe share some parenting tips with him. But co-marketing, you know, I think you've got some more co-ops in your household going on. And uh, welcome back. It's lovely to hear from you, lovely to see you, and excited to talk marketing. But thought I wouldn't let you bury the lead with our listeners.
0: Yes, uh, appreciate that. Yes, we. uh, my wife and I were fortunate to bring a new beautiful baby daughter, Jolene, into the world. She's almost two weeks old as we record this. Um, And fortunate enough that the company I work for, I'll plug them right here. The Juice has some mindfulness around paternity leave. It was one of those things dating back into the buildup. I was like, oh, I just maybe need a week and that's all I need. But once I am got in the mix, I quickly realized that another helping hand around the house to change poopy diapers and support my wife uh, and my new daughter was needed. So taking a little break from paternity to keep this show rolling. That's one of the things I told Jonathan. I said, I got, we can got to keep this show rolling. So yeah, it's been fun. It's been all those things, as I'm sure all the parents out there listening can relate with. The first time dad, first time girl dad here, I'm taking a little break to talk marketing because that's what we do on the show.
1: I love it. Only Brett McGrath can make a transition from poopy diapers to marketing, <laughs> and here we go. Uh, there's a lot of poopy things we talk about when we when we
0: uh, reference kind of the me-centered marketer or uh, or the not the modern day marketer. So maybe we can add some of that color commentary (laughs) in in here today. But I think maybe from the jump, let's, let's talk about this. So I think when I joined the Juice, I started to, I felt like it was really important as we were trying to gain exposure, trying to share our point of view with the market that I needed to talk with other people in similar roles in the industry that we support. I felt like, you know, when we can just go and flap our gums, write a bunch of copy, you know, do a bunch of campaigns, but like that really wasn't going to hit and resonate. I think I've done that before and we've learned that just coming out of the gates and just saying a bunch of things doesn't really work. And so for me, I really thought about, okay, from day one, how can we begin to gain the right type of exposure and build and develop trust? And to me, it was building these one-to-one relationships with other individuals and trying to come from a place of abundance where it was like, okay, if I'm meeting you and you work for a company, and of course we want you to become a customer, my expectation by having a conversation with you right now isn't that, the next week you're going to become a customer of the juice. My mentality was, okay, maybe it was because I'm a little more experienced and seasoned in the marketing game. And maybe I've done some more research and studying on how things work. But, you know, for me in order to build community and build value with our audience and then eventually gain customers, it was like, all right, let me take a step back. Let me not think of these, this, these things as transactions, but come from the perspective of, Hey, Hey, These are people, I'm a person, these are relationships. And my job as a marketer in a company that's getting off the ground is to start building relationships. So maybe like, I'll throw that out at you, Jonathan, just out of the gates as we're kind of setting the stage to talk about co-marketing versus community building but just like your reaction from that you're you, you were doing this before i even got here so maybe chat a little bit about your reaction to that and maybe your own personal experience
1: you're absolutely right that like we didn't want to come out of the gates just like saying a little bit of everything and seeing what worked and what resonated there's certainly some Level of experimentation we wanted to do, but we also didn't come out of the gates like, oh, we're going to have a community strategy or a collaboration strategy. Like, it's not like we, you know, had the slide. It's like, here's how we're going to build relationships and turn that into business. Which, like, I think so much in marketing, you know, we can sit around all day as marketers and talk about the, you know, the newest tactics or the trendiest things happening in the space or the most technologically advanced tactics, but like, Man, marketing at the end of the day is about building relationships between your brand and other brands. That means the people behind those brands need to build relationships. That means you guys need to have shared, shared values, shared visions, shared communities. And uh, you're absolutely right that we just we started by just having conversations for um, our own feedback purposes, validating what we believe to be true, finding people who believed in the same things that we believed. And it was just very, very organic. Um, and then it eventually evolved into, sure, yeah, now I would say it's part of our strategy, but we didn't set out with it being a tactic that we wanted to do. It was very organic and very authentic that we wanted to listen, validate what we were doing, and find people who believed in that and hear their feedback. So it, it goes to exactly what you're saying about just you know building relationships. And I think sometimes marketers, we try too hard to get away from just being with like-minded people and building those relationships. And it sounds maybe overly simplified, but that's exactly what you have been doing. And it's, it's evolved into something that's repeatable and scalable for us.
0: Yeah. And I think just to kind of break it down and get in the weeds a little bit, everybody in the space that we operate in is trying to sell something And I think no matter what, there's a uh, sales process going on somewhere in everything we're doing. But for me, like as I'm approaching someone and having a conversation with them, trying to get to know them, I'm not trying to sell them on the juice as a product and a solution right out of the gates that's going to change what they're doing and make whatever they're doing better. My mindset is I'm going to sell the individual on my philosophy and my mindset as a marketer. And if they don't gravitate to those things that I'm talking about or saying, then it's probably not going to amount to a long-term relationship for either one of us. So I think like that's something that I have been learning as I've been getting the reps and sets and going from the motion and Preparing for each of these meetings with new people every time it's, yes, I work for a software company. Yes, we have a product. Yes, we want you to be a customer of our product. But before we even do that, like, I want you to like agree with my approach, my mentality and my philosophy on how I'm adding value to the audience that we're building.
1: Yeah. And I would say maybe this is a little bit unique, but we're not trying to necessarily change people's beliefs. If that happens, great. But the best relationships we have built and the best customers we have are people who already had the same beliefs of us. Like, and I think that's, again, goes back to it not being a sales conversation. Like we're not trying to convince you that like the way we do something or a feature is the best out there or you should be doing it differently. We want to find the people who actually believe exactly in what we believe. And then sure enough, yeah, there's a product. Like, yes, we've built a product that can help you. If if that's what you believe, like we've built something that you might be interested in. If not, no worries. Like, thanks for helping build, uh, you know, our voice in the marketplace or our perspective in the marketplace. But like, you know, we're not, um, sometimes I, I hate the word evangelizing, like, then there's a lot of ev- uh, ev- like brand evangelist has become a thing. And I don't know, sometimes that, that, that to me is sometimes like, I, th- there's obviously connotations with that word that just like kind of run me the wrong way. Like, I don't want to change your perspective, but I'd, I'd rather find people who have a shared perspective and then our voices together are better than us trying to change everyone else's beliefs. So I don't know. That's a, uh, that's something I've noticed is that, you know, We've benefited from is that there's already marketers who believe in what we believe, and we're just helping them get their voice heard a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not. We don't have a uh, infomercial on TV at two o'clock in the morning sharing our beliefs and don't give me (laughs) ideas. It could be our marketing strategy coming up. This is just a swerve here. (laughs) Um, But let's get to the poopy part of the conversation. (laughs) So. uh, Co-marketing. I think we've all done co-marketing and we've all been a part of these co-marketing motions. And I don't mean to offend anybody who does co-marketing today, but I'm going to say, and like we said before, we all have our beliefs and you can agree with them or you're not. But I think as a whole, the B2B traditional approach to co-marketing, I think it sucks. And I think it sucks because I think. The mindset around the participating individuals is solely based on the transaction. It's like, let's do this thing together so we can capitalize off each other's audience. Then we can get these new audience members and we can send them to our sales team. And then our sales team can go call and bother these people that maybe are a customer of you or maybe a a future customer of yours and they're not in our CRM. And then this really is just a bunch of doing stuff and activities. And then you look at the reports and campaigns and Salesforce or whatever CRM you're using. You're like, you know what? Like that co-marketing activity with that uh, partner that sucked. Like we're not, we're going to be done with that. We're never going to do it again because we didn't get any sales. That co-marketing is I think the traditional way. And I'm going to put my hand up. Like I'm guilty of it. I've done co-marketing this way. And it's taken me and working up through this opportunity to take a step back and be like, of course that didn't work. That was never going to work because you weren't coming from a place of abundance and you weren't trying to build and develop real relationships with the people at these companies to try to get shared value. What's your reaction? Just like that co-marketing your own personal experience.
1: Yeah, I uh, I appreciate your perspective on it I, because I would say you uh, and the team that uh, worked on partnerships at Exact Target were some of the best co-marketers, um, partnership managers uh, that I've been around. But I think the as we talk about often, the way we did things eight years ago isn't the way we should still be doing things. Uh, And I think that those types of tactics worked at one time and now everyone does them, it becomes diluted, it becomes transactional, it becomes low quality. Because of what we do, because I'm a marketer, because I'm a nerd, you know, anytime I do find myself filling out a form or maybe entering a sweepstake or a competition or something, I I find myself reading fine print. Again, I live a very exciting life. But uh, so often that fine print is like, we, you know, this gives us permission to share with our partner, marketing uh, affiliates. And then you just end up getting emails from, there was one that I can't even remember what it was for, but it was like uh, wine, extravagant, like wine vacations, which sh- sounds fantastic. But me, young professional, like I'm not dropping, you know, high five figures, six figures on wine vacations Um, at this point in my life. It's just like, and like, it, it was the, you know, I don't know what I, I didn't fill out anything related to that at all, but somehow through some co-marketing program, I got into that. It's just like, man, like some marketer is sitting at their desk and they're showing their team how much they grew their list by. And it's like, oh man, we're doing really good. And then nobody from that co-marketing initiative converts. And it's like, but who cares? Cause we get a show graph that went up into the right. So there's just a much more authentic, genuine way to do it. And I think it is building relationships. And sure, sometimes there's going to be transactions, but I think like it's all about building a relationship and finding a transaction that makes sense for each other as well as your audiences and providing them value at the end of the day, as opposed to just building slides around co-marketing initiatives.
0: Yeah, I, I love it. And I don't want, and none of those like expensive uh, vacations and hooks, like at this point where marketers like, we can see it like sure it might work for some people but again like i always go back to is like is that sustainable i don't know i think like what i've learned is in just focusing in on community is that it's it's a the one of the biggest problems i think in just like marketing and just almost everything with social media around is that like there's so much short term thinking and we've said it a bunch, but just so much tra- a transactional mindset where it's like if you take a step back and get out of that, and you focus more on on the long game, the the more rewarded you're going to get down the road. And I think I'm a really impatient person, but the more I've had to self manage this, I think the more it works. And like just as an example, like you know, we set out and did this podcast, and really the goal of this podcast is to meet other individuals, give them a a platform where they can share stories around their content and their companies. And so there's a value add there for individuals so that then when we do go ask and say, hey, we're, we're doing this like new ebook and it's on the volume game and why we think the volume game sucks, more people are associating the juice and the brand with the juice around these more progressive or modern day marketer things so that they're raising their hand and they want to participate in those things. And I remember in the past, getting people to participate in deliverables and other marketing activities is like pulling teeth. So I think for me and what I've learned is just like play the long game. Like, don't just go into it and say, I want you and I want you for this thing right now. But just like any like great enterprise sales rep in the field, like those individuals, he or she really, really knows how to build and develop and nurture relationships to get to the end goal. And yeah, the time might be a little blurry and it might not be next week or next month or three months, but like someone who has confidence in that approach in the long game, like that individual in those companies really reap the rewards down the road. So that's kind of been my mindset. It's like less transactional thinking in order to get to that community level, more long-term thinking, knowing that it's constantly evolving and it's always going to change.
1: So a a perfect example of this actually happened this week. I hope you haven't seen this because I hope you're not checking your inbox, but a marketer from, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but uh, uh, UMalt, which is a B2B, a boutique B2B video agency out of Chicago. They, I think, were uh, introduced to our brand through some content that you created, thought what we were doing was cool. In July, they reached out and said, hey, could our brand be added to the platform? We said sure, we add your brand to the platform. You know, kind of just genuine, we think what you're doing is cool. Uh we think you're cool, like happy to work together. She followed up earlier this week and she sent a video of a a video that their team had created and it was just kind of like, "Hey, based on what you're doing, I think you might find this video really cool." It's a, like a Halloween themed video about uh, filling out forms, ironically enough. And it's awesome. It's so good and like she didn't ask for a promotion. She didn't, you know, there was no like formal relationship or contract about if we do this for you, you'll do that for us. But like now we've shared that video internally, we're going to be promoting it externally. And all of a sudden they're getting a lot of no pun intended extra juice from just this relationship. And she saying, Hey, I think you'll think what we're doing is cool. She's already said what she thinks we're doing is cool. And it's just like just very organic and very authentic Um, And I think that's a perfect example of like true co-marketing as opposed to the transactional short-term thinking co-marketing.
0: I love that. I love that story. And I can't wait to check out that video when I get back in the saddle. Um, I have not seen that. I've tried to avoid the inbox because you all know what happens when you get in the inbox. It just never stops. But I love that because that really uh puts a spotlight on like what the modern day marketer is and the modern day marketer is just constantly trying to add value and give back build and nurture relationships and as these activities are happening people take notice and people like that and people tell their friends and everybody says this and it, you know it's 2021 and you can ask any marketer like what's the best source of you know your customer traffic and it's like it's going to be word of mouth because like trust is developed between those individuals. So I think like for me in thinking about co-marketing and thinking about just uh, community building, like take a step back, take think about those things that like aren't necessarily going to be clear and you're not going to necessarily be able to report them back to your boss right out of the gates. It's going to take some time. But it's those moments like that, it's, it's different uh, tweets, it's, it's emails, it's introductions. Those are the things that I think are valuable that you can use to help validate the program that you're doing, as opposed to going down the road, connecting with someone, doing a webinar, sharing leads, and then having absolutely no sales coming from them because people don't buy from companies because they watch your webinar.
1: Find people who are passionate about the same things you're passionate about. And I guarantee you, you'll very naturally find a way to benefit each other. If you're passionate about the same things, you're interested in the same things, you're going to try to champion each other, uh, champion the same things. It will naturally happen. It's all about finding the right people who believe in what you believe in and then building a relationship from there. And that's what we've been so fortunate to have you doing with the juice. I love it. And that's a good place to close us out. Just because
0: we're done with four episodes in this modern day marketer series does not mean we are done talking about the modern day marketer. In fact, we will be publishing a ebook soon regarding points of view and perspective of people that I have been building relationships with over the last 10 months. And the topic is going to be volume game quantity versus qu- quality and what modern day marketers are thinking about that. And I'm excited to share that with all of you um, when that drops. And yes, the modern day marketer isn't going away. Jonathan, in closing, anything you want to leave the audience with based on this series or just thoughts
1: in general? Hey, Brett, am I going to have to fill out a form to access that ebook? You will not. It, it, I hey, here, Here's the
0: plug of all plugs. We're going to give it away. It's going to be in our the blend, our newsletter. It's going to be on Twitter, on LinkedIn. And yes, it will be on the juice. And we don't we don't require people to fill out forms on the juice. Is that good, Jonathan? Wow. How about that?
1: Very good. Cool. Uh, not only talking the talk, but walking the walk. The series has been fun. We've talked about a lot. Uh, we talked about poopy diapers today. I hope they found this conversation not too crappy. Uh, and I hope you're going to pick up on some awesome dad jokes along the way. It'll be tough to compete with your sense of humor, Jonathan. But excited
0: oh, yeah. to, to excited to bring those to the table here, coming up shortly. Thanks everyone for listening, um, and uh, more to come soon. Thanks, Brett. I had a lot of fun with this series, chopping it up with Jonathan. There is going to be a lot more on the modern day marketers coming from me, coming from our blog, the newsletter wherever we're putting out content, we are going to be highlighting the hero in the story that we are telling. And that is you, the modern day marketer. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. Have a hell of a week. We'll be back on Friday with more 3C Podcasts.